Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Timothy James Lyons Jr. in the studio, joined by Randy Angston. What's up, man? Debbie Randall William Inkston Jr. William? William. Jane, yeah, James know, my name's over here. James. Very colonial, it's always seemed. Randall William. Mm. Sir William Wallace. Got it. Well, good episode for y'all today. This is uh this is something I've realized really quickly over the last, I don't know, let's just say I've started to hit me two years ish ago, and I didn't make much of it. Probably because um, you're already there, but well. It was all these other things. And then finally, as we get into working with the, the Iron Circle yeah. gym owners, and, and you know, this is very, it's very clear to me, this is the one thing that's keeping gym owners from getting out of their business and scaling operations. And that's having a second in command. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons why there's no second in command in a lot of these facilities. However, let's talk about a couple stories here first that it really hits home. Sure. Right. Uh, we have a, a gym owner in the Iron Circle who's uh, <clears throat> got a daughter that's uh, out of state in in college, right? And his whole mission in life is to get this gym to run itself mm-hmm. and not be involved and be there when he wants to, shake hands, kiss babies, high fives, and, and you know, and leave. And this isn't. Uh, this is like a pretty similar goal across a lot of gyms. Um, talking to another gym owner in Canada yesterday. Yeah. He goes, I want to just come in, shake a couple hands, be the face of the operation, but like then be able to go shoot content and do a podcast and do all these other things. Uh, and so that's a pretty common goal. Yeah. Um, what happened while this uh, gym owner was out, out visiting his daughter, he got a call. No, he got an email. He got an email from his coach uh, resigning. Oh. One of his main coaches. Uh, he does a lot of one-on-one stuff, so there was a lot of personal um touch there yeah personal you know relationships Relationship. with their clients mm-hmm. and stuff and he had to cut his his uh vacation short to come kind of save the, the the operation and when he came back he realized that he needed to get rid of this guy now it wasn't like a two-week thing he yeah. got to get rid of him now and what happened is next thing you know the gym owner is forced back on the training floor he's trying to save his uh, clients from leaving He's, uh, you know, training sun up to sundown. He's picking up all that shift plus everything else he was doing. And that's pretty dang common where you lose yeah. a coach and you get pushed right back onto the delivery. And one of the biggest mistakes gym owners make is there's not enough layers of insulation between them and the delivery of the product. Yeah, absolutely. And one director or one number two or one coach isn't enough. You need at least two, if not three. Uh, and so the way kind of we've designed it here, uh, you know, we've got our fitness director, Zach. Everybody's heard us talk about Zach Columbia. He's been on the show a lot. Um, he's been with me for, I mean, 
probably seven years at this point. Uh, but if he goes out of town or goes on an elk hunt with his father, we have a coach that steps up. I don't step down. Sure. We have a coach that steps up. And that's that's another missing piece mm -hmm. that I'm seeing in a lot of these operations where the gym owner just cannot get out of the operation. They are just dragged back in. They don't have any redundancy in roles. There you go. They don't have backup plans or any of this stuff. Uh, and so the way that we operate here is while we have four personal trainers, fitness coaches that, that facilitate the deal, if one of them leaves or goes on vacation or is sick, we work between the other three to back up shift. If that's not possible, then Zach fills in down. Sure. He goes down. But then again, if like I said, if Zach goes on an elk hunt, then one of the coaches steps up to do sales consultations. Yeah, and I love that. I mean, obviously, you know, in a lot of corporate structures, you see that you kind of you kind of start to train for the next position. Mm -hmm. You start to, and that's really how kind of progression in any of those businesses should work. We don't want to keep people stuck where they're at, and we don't want definitely don't want them moving backwards. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to the tune of as little as we can, but start training them, those coaches up, start giving them responsibilities in the business or the understanding of, right? It, like you said, it's, it's redundancy, right? Yep. And then a good org chart can help, you know, solidify that, right? Where people know in the event that this happens, this is, you know, who's in charge and whose roles and responsibilities those things shift to. Yep. Um, but I mean, it, it kind of rolls up to a system. You know what I mean? Rolls to a system, but then, you know, the gym owner always puts himself in that role. Dealing with a brand new gym owner yesterday, came came out from North Carolina. We were walking through the yeah. gym. We came to Legacy Personal Training. He wanted to check out the facility, meet me, whatever. Um, and a lot of we're, what we were talking about was, well, I can do this. And, you know, until so, he kept, he was the plan B. Like yep. his own time was the plan B. I'm like, yo, I mean, maybe at first. Maybe at first, of course, but like, you got to not have that mindset. You shouldn't be the one doing this. If you, gym owners, if you want to scale, if you want to not, not resent your business after years and being in business where you just don't feel like going in today, you got to work yourself out just to a point to where your, your, your systems and operations run the facility, but you can go back in if you wanted to. Yeah. Choice. That's the thing, right? The <clears throat> choice, the freedom to choose to go back in because yeah, you know what? I like training that 9am crew. They're blast. I've been training for 10 years. Um, I just can't wait to see them tomorrow morning. I'm going to go do that. Fine. Absolutely do that. But, but to cut your vacation short, visiting your daughter out of state, the coach resigned, no backup plan. And then for the next two to three weeks, you're 40, 50 hours training. That's not a good plan. No. And I mean, it, a lot of it goes back to, I mean, I'll never forget our conversation with Mike Michalowicz, right? Like if something's happening, if there's fulfillment in the business, if you're looking to bring something in, you ha you said it with mindset. You have to be the type of owner that has the mindset and the understanding that you have to position the, that responsibility on somebody or a system in the business. That's how it's got, like, that's how fulfillment has to happen. And not on you. Not on you. And, and the gym owner that, you know, that was touring the place, you know, he's he's pre-open. He's going to be opening his facility. And I'm, I'm glad that some of that stuff came up because we're going to have to break that type of mentality if we want him to truly be successful. Right. Um, you know, for those listening... Obviously, you know, some of you guys are going to be like, well, there's not always a luxury or the option. I can't always pay somebody. We're not saying that when you have to and when your business is in a position, not in the position to be able to pay somebody or a system to do it, that you, you know, the burden isn't on you. 
in the interim it is but that should be your first cho- like option you should be building that business to get out of that position and start to instill the responsibility in those others hire for those purposes and and have that game plan for ascending the team into the business and not just you know using yourself as that kind of fallback Stop gap yeah, yeah because yeah. because we know it i mean how many gym owners I mean, hell, with the thousands that we've talked to, I mean, it's always, what's, what's your job? What's your daily responsibilities? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm here putting out fires every day. Well, that is not a, that's not growing a business. You know, you need to be future focused. You need to be future pacing and deciding wh- how we're going to grow this business as a team and then put those, you know, the, the, the bulk of that fulfillment on the team. Yeah. And that it has to be that way. I mean, and they, I think that's a big differentiator for gyms that that reach a level of success and those that just kind of pound their head against the wall every month trying to figure out how to how to get more leads you know what i mean because yeah it's a hamster wheel or or, or, you know rat race whatever you want to call it uh big time Mm -hmm. because they'll never you, you know you'll never find yourself ever unshackled from the operation ever and it it, look i get it guys i i had to figure this out um i you know for me the mindset was pretty simple going into this business back in 2009 i wasn't a personal trainer to start i I, yeah i played college football and i was i lived in the weight room that Mm -hmm. you know um, i love fitness but i didn't come into this fitness industry to have a job to train clients in fact i didn't i don't even enjoy training clients. (laughs) i don't have enough patience to train clients uh although i did when i had to Yeah. yeah but my my whole focus was a business I, from day one, and that's the difference between me and many of even in the Iron Circle. Like I, I, I talked to Jerry and Casey Washak. They were both trainers first. John Farkas, both he was a trainer first, and so like for them to open up multiple gyms, that's just like what they want to do. And me, I'm the opposite. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, one gym's cool, um, but I'm not. I, I don't. I don't look at the gyms as the, the vehicle for wealth. We've talked about it. So uh, we do other stuff, right? Yeah. Um, look at another place. I just sent you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, other places to spend uh, those yeah. profits. And, yeah, and, spend and the profits. Um, and, and so what we've done uh, as an iron mm. circle is we, we've dropped a huge deal on everybody last week. And the entire iron circle mastermind is blowing up about it. Yeah. Um, I'm almost afraid to share it because next thing you know, other people will be doing this, but like, whatever, what else is new? Have at it. Um, we created a, a director circle. What is that? A director circle. So I've put Zach Columbia in charge of training our entire iron circle gym networks. Number twos. Yep training them up. He's got a book called Directing Fitness. Guys, if you if you have a number two or you're looking to create a number two, go buy his book because um, that's that's written by him. Like yeah. I didn't write that. He wrote that and it's his standpoint and his vision of what this role should be through the lens of what I would want, mm-hmm. right? And so the entire Iron Circle is going crazy about like, oh my gosh, we get to put our number twos in here, get them trained up, because that is that there's there's a, it's a really interesting thing because there's a unless you have a really good relationship on a personal level with your number two, 
a lot of that stuff is um, taboo to speak about. The finances, sure. how much you personally make, how much you're taking out of the business versus what everybody else is making. It's like, um, it, it, I had a had a conversation with another one in our inner circle. In fact, this whole podcast is about stories about <laughs> about us working with Jibs, right? He goes, um, he goes, you know, I haven't ever talked about what I make out of this business because I'm, I'm worried about what they're going to think. How they're going to look at you. And he was like, how did you get Zach to um, understand that? And I was like, you know, that was his mindset. It's different. He's like, you should be making as much as possible yeah. out of here. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. We've had the conversation too. I mean, I think that th that... There, there's a couple things about that, but the mindset all keeps coming back. So the mindset of both the owner mm -hmm. as well as the fitness director, you, I mean, you have to be in, in sync. You know, you have to have, at the end of the day, one of the qualities that Zach really brings to the table is he understands the purpose of the business, mm -hmm. right? He, like he says himself, right? His, his role is tying fitness to the business. And at the end of the day, in order to grow a business, you need to put more money in the bank. That's what happens. That's the purpose yeah. of the business. Yeah. And so... With just that understanding and that mindset, you know, he's he's got the power and the tools and mm -hmm. the desire to go make those things happen. And so I think, you know, with the understanding too, though, is mm -hmm. as, as the opportunity, as that grows, so does his opportunity within the organization. Mm -hmm. And so does his, it's like a trickle-down effect, right? And so he can, he can embrace that and he knows that there's something in it for him as the, as the you know, that continues to, to grow and prosper. But the mindset... <clears throat> of the owner, one of the things that I wanted to mention too was if you think that nobody in your business can do it as well as you, you need to get the hell out of that seat and they're that mindset. You need to start training those people up in those roles. Like that's opportunity. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not a detriment. And I think a lot of gym owners find themselves stuck, you know, programming. Oh, I got to keep that on my plate. That's like the most important thing. That's what we bring to the table. Well, it's probably it's our special sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But it's probably limiting your potential and it's yeah. probably holding you in those four walls of your business as opposed to being able to ascend as the owner of a business and uh and bring others with you and that's really what that's about mm -hmm. is it's not you versus them it's us as a team all progressing forward in one big direction it, it, yeah us versus them is a mi mindset that a lot of gym owners have and it, it mostly <clears throat> comes from the employees yeah. attitudes yeah. honestly the employees the staff the, the team feeling like it's me versus them. Like they're holding me down versus, you know, um, I guess it's just communication. Honestly, it needs to come from, from you as the gym owner. Uh, we need to, we need to speak and talk about the vision of the business. What we're, and we're pretty clear, at least at the profit level, what's, what's going to happen next year. Mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting. Uh, but there is no real training for the number twos unless it's coming from the owner themselves. And that's why we created it, right? Yeah. We created it. We created this path. There's a, there's a director training now, and we're starting with the Iron Circle. But those of you listening, this is going to open up to to everybody. Yeah. This is going to be any gym owner that that wants to train their second in command. Um, it's a it's a year long training program. 
Um, it's got it's got a curriculum. I've seen it all. It's yeah. freaking amazing. And uh, I don't know where he finds the time to do half of this shit, but he does it. And um, he's fired up. Like he's super excited. And the directors are fired up. There's over 27 of them 20, in there. Yeah, yeah 28 yeah. people. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so who's your number two? If you don't have a number two, guess what? You're never going to be able to get out of there. It's just here's here's the here's the stark reality of the the, the task at hand. Somebody's got to do the job. A human being's got to do the job. It's either going to be you as the owner of the operation or it's going to be somebody else. That's it. Mm -hmm. So who's going to do the job? It's up to you as the owner to decide I'm doing it. Therefore, I can't leave this operation or we train somebody to pop in there and take the role. Then you can move out, freeze up time. Okay. Doesn't freeze up finances, it frees up time. So what do you do with that time? You multiply. It, you multiply it, right? You, you multiply the, the revenue that you can make with your yep. own time. And everybody that's listening is thinking about, okay, I've got to pay this person something. And it's going to be more than a regular coach. And the way I look at that, uh, there's two ways I look at it. Number one, the first way is if I pay somebody, let's just throw an arbitrary number out there. Somebody's making 40 grand and we're going to move them to 60 grand. There's a $20,000 difference. So by putting them in this role, there's more responsibilities. They're going to get a $20,000 increase. With the time that I'm saving, can I make more than $20,000 with the new time I've had? As the owner. As the owner. Mm -hmm. And typically that should be absolutely if I pay Zach $50,000 more, but it keeps me from being in that seat and I can go make $2 million because of that, he, no gets, he gets 50 grand. Well, it's, it, it is what it it's is. It's an ROI. Mm -hmm. It's an ROI. I mean, and, that, and that's exactly what it comes down to is the work has to be done, like you said. And the self, uh, unfortunately, I, so many gym owners that we spoke, spoke to just, yeah, they, they, they can't grasp the idea of putting somebody else in that role and giving up the authority or, or giving them the the pay you know at the expense like it, it's a chicken and the egg i mean mm -hmm. you, you have to instill you have to put the system in place before it's gonna give you the opportunity but the greatest thing as a business owner that you can do for yourself is give yourself more time it's a one finite resource like it's not like money money comes and goes we can create mm -hmm. more wealth right but the time is the thing that we really struggle for and I mean, this whole concept, this whole conversation goes back to one of our foundational beliefs is to get in that business owner role and out of that self-employed seat from, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrants. And mm -hmm. that's a fundamental belief of what we coach to. It's a fundamental belief of how we operate, you know, both organizations over here is getting, <clears throat> getting the right pieces of the puzzle in place so that the owner has a benefit outside of trading time for money. Yep. When that can happen, you're, you've, you know, you finally ascended into that business owner role. And it doesn't mean you kick up, you know, put your feet up. I mean, I guess you kind of have the option of it, but most gym owners that we know, that's not the desire to go yeah. put their feet up and, and, and hit cruise control, right? Mm -hmm. It's your, your time is then spent on higher income producing activities. And maybe it is outside of the gym. Maybe it's Maybe it's in the gym and you're forecasting, you know, the next year's marketing plays or you're working on, you know, how to continue to grow the beast without having to trade your time for money. That's Maybe what it comes it's another business. Yeah. Maybe yep. it's another operation, another gym. Yep. Um, and we, go, we can talk about what I think of the gym of the future looks like uh, later, but 
the point is time go go multiply that yeah right i don't know it's it's pretty simple but it's very hard to do correct it's it's simple but it's difficult i guess if that's even possible yeah i mean yeah it's you know conceptually i mean everybody's probably nodding their heads like oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, i could do that oh yeah or then you go and you show up on monday you're like how the hell do i make this happen well it, it when you end up doing this everything comes from like so this this came up like hey who are the who do the emails come from now well it come from zach mm-hmm. the we did a holiday letter zach signed it i didn't sign it yeah uh the team well, actually the whole team signed it i didn't sign it uh i wrote it and he tweaked it and then we were so like the face is not the owner anymore and that's going to be very hard for i was i was going to say that might be a you know might be a hit to the ego right initially but no um, it, well, well, it's, well, it's funny. We have a good friend of ours years ago that had his name on the business. Yeah. Frank Nash, yeah. a good friend of ours. <clears throat> and he, he realized, you know, after probably, I guess, probably 10 years in business, he had to tra- change his whole model, took Frank Nash out of it. I think he's definitely still involved quite a bit, but he, he probably doesn't train any clients anymore. And, and it's like half the members here don't know who, who Tim Lyons is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they may see me and say hi and like they don't really ever work with me. Well, it reminds me of the story when Rick Mayo mentioned, you know, he went back to his gym and they had changed the locks. Yeah. And he couldn't even get into his own gym. He you know, the alarm <laughs> off. Yeah. He's like, oh, like, boy. Isn't that the, the true ascension? But that's that's what it is. If you're growth focused, if you're thinking about what comes next, it's not a choice of how many clients can I go train this month to make myself more money as a mm-hmm. gym owner. It's never going to – you're you're done. Like you're probably in that business today or have been at one point. If you want more, you have to do – if you want something different, you have to do something different. Yeah. And that you got to break that cycle. And the hard part is it is, it is, you know, you got to wrap your mind around it. You have to figure out how to execute to get those things to happen. But ultimately this is the big shift that's going to take you from where you are today to a place that you've never even thought possible. Yeah. And we're yeah. watching it and we, we see it every it's day in the iron circle. I think 24 with the director circle and getting all these directors trained up to then take the roles over from the owners, it's going to free up so much more time. There's going to be so much more growth outside. Maybe it's multiple locations and that's a very common one yeah. for a lot of the uh, owners in the iron circle, but it's going to be really cool to see uh, what happens because yeah. now finally they've got somebody trained up that then moves them up, that pops pops the owner out of the operation and then yeah it's limitless from there so. and in in this is in theory i mean we could we can literally use example after example and, and some one of my favorite examples is how many of our gym owners in the iron circle whether they've been on, in with us for six months a year three years they're seasoned gym owners some of these have been in the industry for 10 15 had their gyms for 8 10 12 15 years and they're finally taking the first vacation yeah and what i'm saying not just like you know not just a long weekend but like three weeks out of the country Mm -hmm. two weeks you know traveling europe Mm -hmm. um like these these are things and and not bringing their phone and the problems of the gym quote unquote with them you know what i mean like they're able to literally differentiate their time and separate because they've got somebody in the role manning in the operation with the same focus and desire to grow the business they understand what levers mm-hmm. they can pull they have full you know authority to make the decisions as an owner would for the most part and that's and that's what it takes if you want that level of freedom Very, as a business owner freedom, you yeah. need to instill what it takes to give yourself that option and it's never going to happen by being the guy on the training floor yep that's the truth all right well 
think we've we've uh, got that. Hopefully that message hits and resonates. Uh, you got a brand new year. The calendar's flipping. Or what are you going to do about it, right? Boom. What are you going to do? So hopefully that helps you guys. Uh, gets wheels turning and hopefully make big moves in 24. If you need help, you know where to find us. Uh, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. See you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.